improvements to his private Nkandla home in KwaZulu-Natal. Turok quoted in a, a number of newspapers as saying that he would speak to the president and say, frankly, you did benefit. Come on, be a sport, pay something. We can negotiate the figure. To talk to us more about this, we're joined on the line by the former ANC Member of Parliament, Ben Turok. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you. Um, slightly incorrect uh, summary of what happened. Uh, what, what do you feel would be a more accurate one? He, well, I didn't say I would go and speak to him. A journalist said to me, if you were able to speak to him, what would you say? It's quite different. I, I'm not in the business of running after the president to go and speak to him. Uh, it's not my job, and it wasn't what, what happened. Uh, so it was only a matter that I was asked, what would I say if I was to speak to him? So it was quite hypothetical. Do you think your words would make any difference? As some have described them as merely trying to cajole the president into paying back this money. Look, it was tongue-in-cheek, you know, to some extent, because I, it was, you know, you have to put the context. It was yeah. at the Institute for African Alternatives, which I am director of, and it was a serious press conference about the work of the Institute, and I was focusing particularly on the economy and the fact, and the, the fact that the economy is doing rather badly. Mm-hmm. And I said this was the urgent matter facing the country, and therefore we had very important issues to discuss, and the Encadla issue is a distraction. How did you arrive at the conclusion, though, that the president needs to pay this money back for the upgrades at Encadla? Well, my conclusion is this. If somebody built a swimming pool in my garden when I was away and I wasn't aware of it, I came back and found a swimming pool, I would call the construction company and they say, listen, I didn't order this, but since it's there, I'm going to pay you something towards it. And that would be fair. And it's because it's a benefit. And I said that because the pool and other things are a benefit, which I think we all understand. It is his house, it is his garden, uh, his premises, and uh, he does get some benefit out of it, even if he did not order it, which is always under discussion. Have you had any response from the president of the presidency? I know you didn't direct it to him directly, but has there been any response from the leadership? I'm sure they will not take it that seriously. It was tongue-in-cheek, it was in answer to a question, and I said, be a sport and pay back. And I think that people will take it in the right spirit. It is my view. Which you... president has benefited and therefore it would be fair if he paid something, whatever he can afford. The DA's James Self spoke to us about an hour ago and he says he, he would have us believe that the president has no intention, at least, of refunding the state. Uh, and the Nkadla ad hoc committee will confirm that he, uh, the, the Democratic Alliance believes when it finally does report back. Is this a, a belief that you would share? Look, for me, if somebody built something in my house, even if I did not ask for it, and if it was a benefit and quite a substantial one, I would not want my family to swim in a pool uh, without my making some contribution. And it seems to me fair's fair. The pool is there, the facilities are there, fair's fair. Let us close this chapter uh, and if the president, I'm, I'm convinced, if the president made a small contribution or whatever size and said, look, I'm tired of this as the whole country is, 
We're all sick and death, sick to death of the of the Encantla story. Let's close the chapter, and it would be quite easily closed if a contribution was made, and then we could all forget about it. Because really, we cannot afford to go on and on uh, through Parliament and the media, endless and the courts, endless discussion mm-hmm. about this issue. Let's Ms. close it. And let's, an easy way to close it is by a small contribution from the president, whatever size is agreed on, and let's close it and forget about it. Let's talk about the economy, not about Encanta. You've also gone on to say here, rather interesting words, you, you talk about the ANC specifically, and you say, do you think there's been a lack of wisdom in the way that the ANC has handled Encanta? Who in the ANC or in Parliament is heeding your advice on this? Well, it's not advice, it's merely an opinion that I've expressed. I think the whole matter of Ankandla could have been closed off very early on because I've got a copy of the Public Protector's Report and I've read it. And she does not directly say that the President ordered all those uh, improvements. She does not directly say that he is accountable for payment. And what should have happened is that the ANC leadership could have closed the whole thing off by saying, nobody says that the president ordered those facilities. And however, since he's got them, it would be nice if he made a contribution because he has them, nobody else has them, he has them. And let him make a contribution and we close off the whole thing. The econo- Instead, mm-hmm. we're going into courts, we're going into goodness knows maybe the constitutional court, and the whole country is wasting tons of money on, on all this nonsense. Instead of closing it off and saying, it happened, let's close it off. The economic freedom fighters tell us that uh, the Speaker of Parliament, Maleka Mbete, should be charged for disrupting parliamentary proceedings. You've said now the decision to have Mbete as a Speaker, while she simultaneously holds the role of Chairman of the ruling party, was an unwise decision of the ANC. Is it possible to still rescue this situation? And how should the ANC do that? Well, I'm not sure whether rescue is the right word. I do think that uh, she is a very busy person and has a very important office, and it's a a very senior political office in which she makes decisions about policy, about how the ANC should be run, and all that kind of thing. It's a hands-on job. It's not just a titular job. It's a hands-on job. She's part of the top six, which runs the ANC on on a regular basis. Any contentious, contentious issue that comes up in the ANC is referred in the first instance to the top six of which she is the chair. So this is not a sideline job. It's central. And to be at the same time Speaker of the House, which requires a degree of hands-off, uh, a degree of impartiality, of objectivity, and so on, I think it is asking a lot of one person. Ben Turok, thanks for joining us this afternoon, former ANC Member of Parliament. It's uh, 21 and a half past five. Kenya's President Uhuru Kenyatta has returned home from the International Criminal Court amid cheers from supporters who lined various Nairobi city streets to welcome him. Kenyatta, who became the first sitting head of state to appear before the court, told supporters that he is innocent and that the court has nothing against him. He was summoned to the court to answer to accusations that he had allegedly failed to furnish the court with crucial documents needed to allow the trial against him to proceed. Sarah Kimani has more. 
Kenyatta arrived in Nairobi at dawn amid celebrations. The red carpet was out and so were traditional dancers. He stopped to inspect a guard of honor and then began a procession along Nairobi streets where his supporters chanted that he is innocent. Oh, me, I was so sure about him. Why arrested? Why? He's not a criminal? He's not. Yeah, they just took... I don't, I don't understand the whole thing, but I'm happy he's back. He has stood the test of time. We are glad that this case is collapsing, a case that never was. Of course, you knew, we knew that he was going to come back, but with something to celebrate about. Because we have all had, we've always heard that people who participated in the violence are still in Kenya. They've never been prosecuted. The wrong people were prosecuted. And that's why we believe he was not party to that. Some waving Kenyan flags and his portrait. His return, contrary to his departure, was publicized with the Interior Ministry asking Kenyans to come out in large numbers to welcome him. He was accompanied by his deputy, also facing similar charges at the Hague Base Court, but in a different case. They told us that this is a personal matter. Now they can see that it is a personal matter to...